If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Okay, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years, and anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. That company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out of time. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. All right, here we are. Welcome, Spike's Car Radio. It's good to uh, be here with all of you. We haven't been in the studio for a while. I'm uh, I, Weirdly, I slept well, but I'm also sleepy at the same time. What, what is that all about? Zuckerman just walked in. He's, uh, he's, got, uh, he's got bloodshot red work eyes. He whipped off his jacket and demanded that the AC be turned up. <laughs> and it's only 11 in the morning, and we have a great show for you folks today. We're going to have our old buddy, J.G. Francis, from MercedesMotoring.com. Go to MercedesMotoring.com right now. This guy is the king of... Uh, Diesel vintage Mercedes, and uh, you know what we're going to get to the bottom of? We're going to get to the bottom of whether he actually sells these cars or finds them and keeps them for himself. So I'm excited about that. But first, Zuckerman, we have. Uh, I'm trying to go back now through our catalog of shows. We've we've posted a lot of shows. We were up in Monterey for a while. Did we ever recap Monterey? You and I never. We ha- no. Is it still fresh Come enough on, in your head man. to talk about? Okay. I, I'd like to talk about it. It was a, first of all, uh, we we flew up on your little Cirrus plane, which, which is now my new favorite thing to do. I, it I is love a it. Wonderful little plane. You know why? Because it's like a car. It's got a set of car keys with a keychain on it. And you put it into the instrument panel, you turn it, and the plane starts. And you're nice enough to let me sit up front, so I feel like I'm in the uh, riding shotgun in a car. And and no matter what happens, even though we hit no turbul- turbulence in this stuff, right? It's so rare for a north uh, south to north flight in California. Usually, you're getting hit by wind sideways from the ocean. You know this. I know this. How do you know this? Because I fly up on the bigger airlines to San Francisco or up to Portland, and it's bumpy as hell. I think you're just a nervous flyer. I've never noticed a bump at all. I just don't even notice that stuff. Well, well, what about when you, you know, many times in private and uh, uh, commercial aircraft, just coming over the hills from the valley into the basin of Los Angeles, the the heat 
uh, there's buffeting heat, and I've noticed that. And and two years ago, we were flying on that uh, Winnebago plane that you that you charted. Remember yeah, with the 1970s curtains <laughs> and Muhammad the pilot, yeah. and and we were getting sideways. The heat was coming off the hills, okay. and and the thing was bu- jumping around like crazy. You and I are very different. To me, being in a small plane is like a meditation. It's yes. so relaxing to me. Seeing the clouds, seeing what we're passing over, seeing all of the topography. Well, it's, but listen to what I just I said. Don't I feel just, that. I, I just had I, that experience. I, two two yes. years in a row now, I had that exact same experience. Right. And, it, and, I, and I believe I attribute that to the Cirrus aircraft. And I, I think that it's the Cirrus. I also think it's the pilot. I think the pilot may have something to do with the ride. Well, when you watch these guys fly, I mean, this pilot didn't have his iPad up the whole time with some sort of navigation system going, but it's all computerized. It, it It's just like, I think we just caught very, very nice weather. Does, does the driver of the car matter? Huh? Does the driver of the car matter as as far as the he, ride goes? Uh, look, I'm I'm uh, I'm up there with this guy. Both guys, their their hands oh, are not what's going on. Their hands are not on the cane. I've actually okay. done a lot of flight simulators. I used to th- I I used to want to fly until I got kind of sideways in Teterboro in New York and decided cars are for me, not planes. Right? Teterboro. Yes, but neither guy was flying with their hands. I guess they were a little bit on approach to Santa Monica. But, yeah, but I didn't pay attention. You, I always like sitting in the back. I, I don't know I don't, how you can even, you know. Anyways, let's get to Monterey. We got to Monterey. Let's talk about Monterey because it was fun. Um, I'm trying to think It back. was fun because we did very little car stuff. <laughs> that was the weird thing. This, was the, this trip was the time we, we did the least amount of car activities and had the most amount of fun. Yeah. Why? Why well, is that? Well, what, what did we do? We went to the quail. Right. Well, the first night we went to the we went to the ex, the Porsche thing for oh the, the Porsche exclusive release. Right. right. Uh, there are a lot of folks that would like us to chat about this car. We went to Tahama, which we seemed to be driving down a road where there was right. nothing. And <laughs> yesterday, I sent you an email for a house that was advertised for sale up there. This is for, where the party was. This is where the party right. was and where you couldn't see any houses. They're tucked away in mm-hmm. these little hills. And that house was $22 million? Yes. Right. It was okay. It was okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was okay, if that's what you like. What, but what does that have to do with the car? The well, because Porsche... when we were driving up there, we were like, where are we going? Where, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I couldn't figure thing? out what it was. It seemed like it was a private golf course with a bunch of houses on it. And, you know, real rich house. people stuff. Right. Right. So, But the party was fun, all of our Porsche friends there. And they had uh, both of the cars there. They had the Turbo Exclusive in that, uh, boy, I, I, don't, I haven't even bothered to look at the color because I hate the Coppery color so gold. much. What is that? What it, it is? I don't. This is what it looks like to be like a, a, a like a like a shiny new penny. And they had this nine nine three uh, creation that they've made thing. <laughs> and you know, this is not a car that is street legal. You're not going to be able to. You know, I, I posted. They had Jerry's the the last nine nine three out in the front lawn there, and I posted that, and everybody said, "Well, that's not the last one anymore." And well, y- it is. yeah, it is. It, it is. is because this, this car. Is a thing. This is a thing, right? It's a put together. It has a VIN number, right? That you can't use. That you can't use. And why? And why can't you use it? Oh, because, I know why. I know. Because it can't pass current federal. Highway safety regulations. Yes, you would have to build a bunch and crash test them and make them up to DOT you standards. You could not right? get a, a 993 to DOT standards because the 
the requirements have you would have to have a higher hood, higher bumpers, all sorts of stuff that's now dictating the look of the 911 getting bigger right. and higher. So what you know, I'm still kind of scratching my head on this. What are they trying to show us with this build? I don't understand it. I don't. Right? That they can do it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I got excited about it because I like that they're dipping a toe in this space. Uh, it seems like they're hamstrung by regulations, which I don't like, where other builders like a singer. Like, why can Singer do what they do and, and, the, and Porsche can't because do this? Because they're taking an existing VIN number. They're taking an old car right. that's legal, and then they're doing crap to it, and Porsche could do that. And that's what we thought Porsche was going to do, that mm-hmm. Porsche was going to take a car that was out there, redo it, make it new again, use their workshops, and do something beautiful with an existing drivable car to make it like right. it was brand new or better or a show singer or a show rough or whoever how this is done. And right. what we got was, okay, here you go. <laughs> You can't use it. <laughs> here's uh, here's a turbo exclusive package in the color you hate, and here's a car painted in the same color that you hate. It was yeah. I didn't hate it. It was just it felt anticlimactic and a little confusing to me. And uh, you know, whatever. That's what it felt like. You know, I'm still a fan of the brand. I was happy to be there and be a part of it. But at the same time, I I don't get the car. The car is going up for auction. They're giving the money away to charity, as I understand it. So some right? rich so, guy needs a write off, right? And could you bring this car in on show and display? Okay, so so to, to me, okay, look here here. If I'm being brutally honest with you, I would have taken an historic color. Ice green, metallic, something, and I would have made something beautiful. I would not have put the turbo exclusive color and car next to no. this thing. I would have done a one-off, and I would have made it great in some incredible color Bubble that gum, we all loved. Gumball color, and I would have put the car out there under a little uh, curtain or tarp or sheet by itself, and say, "Hey, we made this. Hey, you can bring it in on show and display, maybe." Or just it's it's going to be this little jewel in the hangar, and it's going to be a one-off, and you're going to be the only guy who has it. I was confused by the presentation of the car. If and if I, they had just called us, Zuckerman, if they just said Spike, Zuckerman, Jerry, yeah, what do, do you want? What? How would you? How do would this. you do this? How would you make it? How would you present it to the world? We could have produced this a little better for them. The the main issue is that you can't. Drive the fucking thing on the road, and that's that's what really. I makes know, me but Zuckerman, crazy. let me paint a picture for you. They unveil a Mexico blue, completely that custom nine nine three with a lot of horsepower. with some details that maybe we gave them, or we we talked to Grant Larson, and we work out with Tony Hatter, and they have this one off creation. I don't think I would care that I could not drive it on the road, okay? Because I would. Probably drive it on the road anyways, anyway, and let it then let it go to the Mexican car crusher. I would love to. I, I would love to get the thing at the auction, right? Put the key in it and drive home. Mm-hmm. I always imagined when I was a kid, let's make a deal that that you drove the car home. Right. I did. I know that's not true now, but at the time, I thought you got to, you got to leave. It, let's make a deal in Burbank with yes. the car that was in behind door number one. You can't. I guess you no, <laughs> unless you can fit the fridge in there. I've too. been backstage at that game show. It's really fun. 
Yeah, all really? those little games are like like put up against the wall so they can shoot other shows there. It's really cool. I, I like always, that. I always. But I, you're right. I don't see the cars there. Right. Door number <laughs> one is something okay, and door number two is a goat, and door number three is a. Pig. All right. What else did we do? We we went to the Quail, which uh, which was nice. It was a little Richie Rich, a right? Little, a little. A little. Uh, they had some beautiful cars there. It was uh, there was good food there. What did, what did we do there that 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 we remember? We we looked at beautiful cars. It was one of the easier shows to get in and out of the 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 food. Oh, they had that little. Uh, I had never had one of those little espresso-y things with ice cream in it. What are those called? Affogato. An affogato. Affogato. Yeah, that, that was very nice. That's what I remember from the quail was the affogato, and that's it. Oh Here's, wait, and there was a beautiful jaguar there that uh, that that like light green, gray, yeah. non-metallic mm-hmm. one. Right. That I don't even remember what it was. Here's the deal. I, and and but they had a they had an incredible collection of roof, uh, roof cars. Yes, that was that it that was, was the highlight. It was okay. I, it was it was good. I, maybe I was I thought it was hot there. It's always hot there. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm I'm suffering from some sort of Goldilocks syndrome in my middle years. Where I, yeah, oh, uh, grumpy it's a, old Jewish guy. Yeah, it's syndrome, grumpy old Jewish guy. It's either too hot or too cold. Nothing's ever right. G O J G. Yeah, that's very common with uh, right. men your age. Yes. yes, I'm not. It's like why am I here? It's fucking walk. It's hot. Now it's now it's, it's overcast. It's muggy. It's cold. It's hot. It's cold. I felt the same way. <laughs> But it was fun walking around with you guys. I had fun doing that, and we met a lot of really fun, uh, a lot of fans, a lot of fan of the, fans of the podcast, which is always nice. Uh, you know, a lot of Porsche fans and and our brethren. That was nice to chat with them and see what they were up to. We didn't make it to works, unfortunately, um, but we heard about it. There were many good cigars smoked Ugh, at night. Terrible, disgusting. Yeah, it was awesome. I hate it. It's I, my I can't, favorite it's the part. The worst part of the whole trip is having to sit there with you guys while you pretend to be some sort of <laughs> industrialist smoking <laughs> your disgusting turd-like cigars and blowing that shit everywhere. And Zuckerman, compl- you you accuse me of not being a, a good flyer. You are not good cigar smoker. You Why, sit what? like a big baby. And, oh, now it's blowing downwind at me. Because you guys don't. And then you have to move. Because you guys a big plume of nasty cigar smoke that you just blow out into my face and then think I'm enjoying it? You know, even my wife says, oh, I really like that smell. Okay, even your wife. Well, but not Zuckerman. <laughs> not you, Zuckerman, no. No, Zuckerman does not like the smell. You, she, Your wife can like the smell all she likes. She but lives- that, see, that was the fun part for me was we, we would go. We'd go to these shows. We went to a couple events. We went to the Porsche party, the VIP party, which is fun. And that's always a good event, always a bunch of good people, a lot of our Porsche friends there. And then we would congregate at the Spanish Bay or the Inn at Spanish Bay out back with whoever wants to show up. Right? Right. And we would sit at the fire pits and smoke cigars and talk about cars. And then this year, Zuckerman, you and I added the pizza and hamburger to this little event. Right? Which was great, wasn't it? I'm going to tell you what my favorite part was. The, not only <laughs> okay. eat, eating is always high on yes. the list of anything, they were and that's good what breakfast I like. Too. That's what I liked at the quail because the quail always has good food. <laughs> right, it's included in the price of the ticket. Yes, so you get to you get to load up. But, uh, <laughs> but okay, I I also liked the nighttime little nosh. The burger was delicious. All that stuff that was really good. The chicken wings, mm-hmm. okay. But I like sitting around. Mocking the other people. Okay? So I don't know if leveling, you're allowed to admit we call that. that. If you're a teenage girl, they call that leveling, and it's an insecurity thing. Okay, so, that's... so I'm insecure. I like, okay, I cop to. I'm insecure. I like, and, who I... Were your, and who are your favorite types to make fun of? 
Just the the, the big <laughs> the big buffoons, the bloviators, the, the the guys full of themselves, the guys dressed up in clown outfits. There were there were a couple moments that were a little uncomfortable when 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 it, when it was late. It was like a little close to midnight, and they gave us the half hour warning that the turning the fire pit off. And, and you and I and Jerry were having a nice conversation with our friend Steve Serio, and then uh, this this meathead guy comes and sits down at our fire pit with us when there are six other ones open with no one there. Uh, with like a tackle box, a tackle. No, 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 no. It was more like it was more like record equipment for going on tour. It was a giant right. square box. It was three by three by three. Yeah, which you know would be fine if he were to carry on a conversation a little close. And he, you know, he, we were trying to have a nice conversation with Jerry, who you know he, he was pretending to be the magician. He bought the box out, but he, he but he sat it. there quietly right, but, and listened but, to us talk. With, like we were doing a show at that point, and we were talking about a, a fairly delicate situation about a car, and 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 they were just listening. Like, hey, we'll just listen in on this. You know what I like? I, about I didn't him? like that. You know what I liked about him? <laughs> you know, you know, in the, I like the, the guy the, in the Rob report. Right, they got that guy. That he's a hundred years old, but he's taking the special medicine. It right. gives him a ripped stomach. Yes, uh, right. He looks he looks like grandpa, but uh, he's got the body of a twenty year old and the head of a hundred year old. Yeah, and he was yeah. kind of like that guy. Right? And in the tackle box, he had every possible cigar known. to There man. must have been three thousand cigars impressive. in that thing. Right, it was impressive. I wish he had just come by and said, "May I give you one?" And then let us. Well, that have was a conversation. Problem. We had to edit ourselves after that moment, and that you know. That wasn't fun. Also, some fans walked over the previous night and gave me one of my favorite Hoyo cigars. Uh, uh, not a two, a one, a bigger shit. one. I smoked it the other night. Thank you, you guys. That was a very Why, do you nice gesture. Be- and then what did we do? We drove back. We drove back in 80s 911, Zuckerman. That was fantastic. <clears throat> the 87, you had the 89 Club Sport. And, no, and- no, 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 no. I what did made, you have? I had the Linnemann. Oh, Jerry had 80, the 89 Club right, Sport. He had an 88 you, Club that's Sport. That's right. You had the I Turbo. I had the 89 Turbo, the Linnemann Metallic, which I've been promising everyone I'm going to the garage to take pictures of the murder kit and post them yes. on Instagram. I'm surprised they don't know about that, but it, you're right. It's a murder kit. That car has 4,000 miles on it. We, um, uh, Because Michael Strahan canceled on us and I didn't have a podcast to do that Saturday, I had done Jerry the previous day and that went over just grand. We were able to eat breakfast, <clears throat> meet Mr. Roof out in the, uh, the driveway of the hotel, drive the Roof Yellowbird, which was so exciting, and then get in our 80s cars and drive home. Let, quickly about the Roof Yellowbird, I was so surprised at how well that thing drove at slow speeds. Really? We, we you were, were taking surprised? It, I was surprised that it was a very uh, – to me, it said daily driver. Like, I can daily drive this thing. I knew it was going to handle it at the, at the high speeds, but I thought it might be a little bit of a I monster. couldn't really enjoy my test drive because you were giving me – you were acting like an old lady in the passenger seat. Yeah. Telling me I how to fucking drive. It was so weird. You had some sort of moment <laughs> where you just – like. <clears throat> I almost opened up the, dro- the door and threw you out and watched you bounce Because I was watching an old man drive, and no, I, you, you, I thought you were going to go off the road. I, I was just, trying to help you. You weren't helping You needed me. help. I did not need any help. But what you, well, the, I, People don't want to hear about that. They, what they want to hear about is how did it drive? And you know what car it reminded me of was your car, your 1M, the sound. It had well, the sound sure. of the 1M, right? Well, the turbo spool up in the wastegate. Yeah. Like, it's like, big. Like big old truck brakes. And 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 Mr. Roof is one of those guys who he wanted to know what really what we thought, 
And we it want really... some feedback. This is a prototype, and we told him the good and, and, and the stuff we thought he could change to make better. And you know what he said? He said he could change all that, which was great. And by, and yeah, and then he that, said thank you. And, and that, I love that because usually you go somewhere and they'll say, this is the way it is. Get yeah, used right, to right, it. Right, don't right, buy right. it. And he said, oh, you don't like the weight of the clutch for, for traffic? We can make that lighter. You yeah, don't like that... how grabby the brakes are because you're going to be not going 200 miles an hour down Beverly Boulevard? We'll fix that. That was fantastic. It was really fun to be a part of that process. And um and you're right. Those were the little things we picked out. We thought the brake, pe- uh, the clutch pedal was a little too heavy. The the brake pedal was a little too grabby at slow speeds. And I, you know, I, as much as I like uh, the turbo noise, I I would like that to be a little quieter. Um, but what impressed me about the car is is how together everything was. It's not one of those put together operations where engine doesn't work with suspension. That the whole thing had a balance to it that that caught me off guard. That I absolutely love. He is a and vehicle- like I said. You can daily drive this. He's thing. a vehicle manufacturer. Yeah, this is it's and awesome. This the this car only shares several pieces with a Porsche. It has mm-hmm. the it has the glass of a nine six four on the side. The the driver's side and passenger side glass is nine six four, as is the surround trim. Well, there's and steering wheels and shift knobs right. that share. But otherwise, otherwise, all of the body panels are new. The the suspension, the, all of it, the frame, all new. Yeah, it's really a moment for that company. I'm yeah. I'm into them in a way that I've never been into right. them before. I just wish the cars weren't a million dollars. Hey, whatever. Hey, whatever. <laughs> hey, hey. whatever. Hey. And before uh, we got to take a break, JG's going to come in in one second. Uh, we drove back. We delivered the cars up. We drove back, and um, we got to know our '80s 911s, and it was right, a wonderful was so experience. Happy. The '87, you should know, ladies and gentlemen. I know we've talked about this before. Uh, it, it was vibrating uh, at, at high speeds in the back. So I finally felt that uh, rear driver's side wheel, the dent, the warp. I sent the car down this week, Suckerman, to Steve Alarcon, right. the Johnson Alignment in Long Beach. After this drive, because I experienced the car in long straightaways on the highway, mm-hmm. and it, uh, I finally saw what wasn't quite right about it. Uh, Steve uh, just sent it back. Front end is completely different, so much lighter. It's, it's an incredible experience. He said that wheel that we were going to ignore must be replaced. He dropped a weight on it, pretty much the equivalent of half the circumference of the wheel, and that it is dented beyond repair. Um, and the guys at Wheel Enhancement are uh, sourcing us a new one right now. In fact, I approved it last night, and it will be going on the car, hopefully, fingers crossed, tomorrow. Excellent. And then I'm going to hand this off to you, and you're going to see my genius. All right, we'll be right back with J.G. Francis from Mercedes Motoring. You know what? Everybody has that favorite pair of jeans. I certainly do. It's the pair that, you know, fits perfectly. It always looks great. The pair you wear out at night, at home, on the couch, at work, wherever. You're always in these jeans. They're to go to. Do not underestimate their importance, jeans. No one knows that better than Wrangler, the authority on jeans, using their expertise in comfort and durability. Wrangler jeans are made for the adventurers, the go-getters, folks who like to keep moving, whether you ride a bike, a bronc, a skateboard, or if you're at the who walks the earth in search of something these are the jeans for you classic or modern styles a range of fits at a price that works for you vintage re-releases wrangler has something for everyone visit wrangler.com and check out their great selection of jeans shirts pants outerwear for men and women new styles great fits wrangler real comfortable jeans you're listening to spike's car radio 
Come prepared. Welcome back to Spike's Car Radio. We're here with J.G. Francis. Um, you want to know who J.G. is? Go to MercedesMotoring.com and prepare to be blown away. Prepare to have your, your wallet lessened for the money. Um, if he'll that sell. Is if he'll sell. J.G., good to see you here. Pull that mic up close to you and make sure you speak in. You don't have to wear your headphones okay, if you cool. don't want. Um where does our little journey begin, JG? Does it begin with Mr. Seinfeld? Uh, I think it does. Him calling me up and going, "Have you seen this guy's website?" Oh, I, and awesome. I just I bought do the voice. Spike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, you know you gotta go to MercedesMotoring.com right now. This guy's a genius. He's selling old diesels. Do you like old diesels? I just bought eight of them. (laughs) I'm like, what? He goes, you just go. And I go to his site. And frankly, I don't get what he's doing. But what I notice right away is uh, your photography is gorgeous. Your cars are colored like beautiful M&Ms, which I love. And Jerry begins to sell on me, as he's done many, many times, even with the Porsche brand, about what, why I should care about 70s and 80s Mercedes diesel cars and why your cars, these low mileage, sometimes high mileage, but perfect interior exterior cars are the ones we need to buy a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) And that begins, and it's right around the time that I'm shooting the pilot for Car Matchmaker, Mm -hmm. and I believe we came there in the pilot. I believe these are all the the same weeks, and it's this very very seminal introduction to your stuff that begins, you know, this this sets us off in the cool world of classics on Car Matchmaker, right? Am I right in all of this? Yeah. Does that sound right? That sounds sounds accurate. That sounds like the seminal moment. The seminal, seminal, seminal. You know, Jerry, like, he, I guess, cold called me. Is that what they call it? Um, right. Now, did he, you know, he do he, that he called or his years assistant? years and years and years ago. And I had a, uh, let's see, Sam Sam reached out to me first, okay. his assistant, uh, and said, hey, you know, I have somebody that's interested in a car of yours. And, somebody. <laughs> and, like, next thing I know, I get a call, and he says, hey, this is Jerry Seinfeld. And, I mean, I'm just living in a house in Los Feliz, building one car at a time right. in my backyard. Right. And it just seemed like, wait, this can't be real. But it was definitely he. He does a better impersonation of his voice than you do. But <laughs> JG, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is real. What's the deal with yeah. your name? Yeah. <laughs> so. What does it stand for? J and G. What is your first name? Jimmy George Francis. Jimmy George name. Francis. Oh, yeah. oh, I like that. And where yeah. are you from? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. Wow. I, well, I like the JG. Jimmy George makes and, you And sound... where do your people hail from that you're Jimmy George? I'm <laughs> um, actually, so my full, my Greek name would be Demetrius Yorgos. Uh, Greek? Greek. Yeah. Another yeah, Greek. Yeah. We're learning. Um, We're learning. So, yeah, the Jimmy and the George and the Francis, that's all. You know, I'm not like James. I'm actually Jimmy. Of course, I would have said you came from like an Oki or Appalachia. Yeah, most people think the Southern thing, but no. No, it's it's Greek. But I mean, I grew up in Las Vegas, so. Wow. So, okay. So I want to get back to this original conversation. Jerry calls you, and what what does he say? What what does he want to know? Yeah, so he called. He had a car on eBay, and... um, this is like really early on in my career. So um, this is a car you had posted on eBay. I just posted on eBay. Right, right. I mean, okay. So it's I eBay didn't Motors. have the network back then. I right. had to do things like eBay and however else I sold cars. And yeah, 
He found it, he saw a low mileage car and he liked it. Was and, it a wagon? Uh, no, it was a sedan. It was a 300D sedan, a 78. Okay. Astral silver and blue. And it was a really nice car. Um, oh, I remember that car. He, yeah. And he really liked that color <clears throat> combination. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, so he came over to my house and Los Feliz and drove some. So at this really point. Did. Yeah, he just pulled up in a <clears throat> Porsche and, and parallel parked it right up front. And I had no idea what it was. And then I told a friend, well, this is what the car looked like. I don't even what remember. What color was it? It was blue. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. It was bright blue. And, did it have um, a wing on the back? Yeah. Yeah. It might have been the Adriatic Blue GT2, Zuckerman. It the was, 996, huh? It yeah. was kind of, uh, I mean, that that was that was a cool moment. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so you don't have your shop at this point, right? You're just kind of I was doing... in between shops. I had actually had a shop before that down in Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. And what I was made, that cool? And I, uh, that was Mercedes Motoring. So I've been, uh, you know, for 15 years now, I've had Mercedes Motoring. Okay. So <clears> I remember <throat> seeing that online. What street yeah. were you on there? I was in uh, 947 West 18th Street. That's it. Between... So you weren't far from, say, European Collectibles and yeah. all those other guys. Yeah. And two really good taco stands down there. Yeah, there's some great uh, taco shops, uh, Taco Mesa. You took me to one of those, and I really didn't like the tacos. Really? Yeah, Surprising. remember at the yeah. Sunroof Probably... Delete guys? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought they were okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, how does this journey... For, I, I, I mean, I have a lot of questions about how this whole thing started. You know, one of the first things I noticed about your website is you were using kind of videos and photography to, to really give us an emotional connection to these cars. And you did yeah. you did it very well. And and I also like the fact that you, you know, you're this kind of hipster looking guy who likes these old Mercedes. These are two things that don't usually go <laughs> together, right? I when so, I yeah. think of old Mercedes diesels, I think of old people on the west side of L.A. who bought this car. Their husband got it for him 30 years ago, and this old lady's still driving it, right? Right. They tend to run forever. I right. don't think of guys like you loving these cars. Yeah. But you do that, that little alchemy. You put that together, and then— You uh, want it. We're yeah, in L.A. Son, we're I want like, it. oh, I want to be cool. Yeah, I, I get what's ha- I want to I want to get in that lime green old. Uh, what's the car I like of yours? The oh, 250? yeah, the two fifty. Yeah. The two fifty yeah. and put on some Led Zeppelin with the it's right. the purple pinstripe. I, that's yeah. exactly who I want to be. And I then think suddenly like, you've got a thing going on. Yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but I think like the lifestyle. I mean, I'm not the only good car builder out there. You know, there's a lot of guys that do really great work, but the lifestyle side of it that I took all these crazy road trips and actually drove these cars all over the country um that definitely helps give me like a different angle on mm-hmm. it because people saw us in alaska and in maine and in mexico or wherever you know sort of driving along these back roads and i think it made people see the sort of the i don't know the great american road trip if you will you but know? you were all you know and i and correct me if i'm wrong you were finding these cars or hearing about these cars and then you would get on the phone with the sellers right and yeah. kind of figure out should we do this and then you'll go wherever this car is to get it right yeah that's kind of <clears> the best that's that's the best part of the business so for sure you would hop in a car with your your, your partner there yeah and, my buddy sean who i share i share my shop with sean right um, and you guys would drive you drive across the country wherever just yeah. to get these cars so yeah. what is the what's the criteria for that car this car that might exist out in the world that's for sale what are you what are you looking to see and what are you yeah. wanting to hear from that conversation i am like really rigid on that side of it right um right. You know, these are pedestrian cars, so there's a lot of them out there. Right. And that's the 
to me, that's that's how I keep finding them, I guess. Um, <clears throat> how many is a lot? Like millions? Well, the 123 chassis, which is the one they sold the most of, that's like three million. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And they were taxi such, cabs, right? Yeah, and they were such good cars, most of them are still out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's something to me about the idea of like these cars that maybe weren't this exotic sort of, you know, they're not, a, I don't, I don't build, you know, SLs and Gullwings and Roadsters and stuff. I have appreciation for all that, but I just build, you know, what I call like pedestrian Mercedes cars and finding those ones that were really well taken care of with low miles and sort of all the criteria I look for that to me is a, it's a really sp- special sort of person mm-hmm. who, who did that, who just took a 300D or a wagon or something and cared for it like you would a roadster. Right. And and I was really drawn to that idea because, like, I grew up in just, like, a middle-class family in <clears> Vegas. And, like, right. you know, my neighbors, you know, some people had them. But well, what are the were... little clues you're looking to hear in that conversation with yeah. them? Yeah. The way yeah. they talk about it. I mean, we always talk about the obsessive, uh, you know, the guard, the sports, the, the, the bra there on the front of the right. car and on the, right. on, on the yeah. side mirrors. Uh, you know, obsessive I... behavior. Right. We like those cars. Yeah. The well, mileage the... log. The guy that keeps the mileage yeah. log, right? You yeah. don't want to yeah. live with him, but you want his car. You want his Books and records he... and the mileage log is like that's almost the holy grail right. of mileage log. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. And the first time I saw that I just thought like, oh, this person was a total lunatic. You're right. And now that I've seen it like no, no. twenty or thirty times because you don't actually see it. You know, we built like a thousand cars, but I've never. I've, yeah, Not you don't anymore. see that very often. No. Still, you're gonna have um, the mileage yeah. app. Yeah. You're gonna have to say, "Let me." We should. We app. should have a, a forger to do the mileage logs. <laughs> Look, it comes with a mileage log. What do you think, JG? A new, uh, a new little angle. You know, you know what? It probably. Yeah, you probably could uh, <laughs> sit down and do that. I guess. Um, but yeah, I look for some of the you know the just normal stuff that people look right. for. You know, original paint, interior, drivetrain. No cracks in the dash. There are some things that we don't like to restore, which would be, you know, anodized aluminum is really hard on these cars. Mm-hmm. They're wrapped in just, a, like, a wagon has, like, almost 40 pieces of anodized that goes around all the glass. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to take that off and put it back on like the factory did. And so a car that was garage kept is going to have bright anodized aluminum. If that stuff gets worn out, I just pass every time. Mm-hmm. Cracks in the dash, that sort of thing. So you, but, uh, uh, so uh, how many parts are still available? I mean, are um, there, like you say, like dashes, you know 911 dashes yeah. are tricky too. Oh, yeah. original so, ones, so they're it's they're actually really slimming down on a lot of stuff that I really yeah. Like you could build a one thirty, like a pagoda. I mean, you can you can almost build an entire pagoda and get every single part. Right. But you want to build a three hundred D from nineteen eighty two. You're, you're not going to be able to get a dash or a headlight. I find that remarkable. Right? I thought Mercedes took yeah. pride in the availability yeah. of parts. And, and for example, on the higher end cars, there was Tony Ostermeyer yeah. in the '80s who were he was making brand new 300 SL Goldwings. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then they yeah. finally put an end to that after 100 cars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just don't offer them anymore, and that is another reason why we sort of focus on originality and and, and a right. car that's already well preserved because mm-hmm. that's going to be, you know. There are just things you can't you can't find, you know. So. And you guys, do you guys do paint? I mean, it, we I don't, do you don't deal yeah. with drivetrains, do you? And engines. So or? we actually do everything. We're known for, um, you know, the low mileage sort of like these light restoration stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's always full restorations going on on the wings too. And like, where and where's the shop? 
The shop is in Glendale. Right. Yeah. And if you've ever been there, Zuckerman, have you been there? Of yeah. course. It's one of those super not, organized. No, not his shop. I've been to Glendale. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, not oh, his yeah. shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your Armenian friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. They were driving Glendale on a rainy day. <laughs> and then, you know they take the fuse out of their brake lights for those occasions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our street they, is like uh, a drag strip. But out. he's yeah. got this great little shop where everything is organized and all they had this one little corner i remember that had all these vintage mercedes parts all up on a shelf including the front emblem there and it's it's intoxicating yeah. it reminded jonathan uh, at icon also has a similar shop Do you think jonathan then Ward. this is an indication that jg is really a difficult individual <laughs> yes yes no but i got... like a shop like that that's a guy who's paying uh, attention uh, to I, detail. you want to yeah. buy a car from him but again is he going to tell you like how to do everything? If you're with him in his in his family, is he making you miserable? Telling you, you the know, right I way to do. I actually am. Uh, I'm kind of particular about who I sell cars to. Like, well, your money's not good. Complain about you. Yeah. Yeah. That's our biggest complaint. We, what, you, I love that. Yeah, you, I love that about him. You have to qualify. Who well, are, we were trying to hook him up with our friend who never can make decisions on cars. Right, we thought this is the perfect partnership. Oh, yeah. A guy right. who's got beautiful. Cars but won't sell them, and a guy who wants beautiful cars but won't, <laughs> won't buy, buy them. them. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, you know, you, what is it? What was it that we saw you up at the Bring a Trailer little get together? Oh, yeah, Monterey, a, which was super fun. That was a wagon. That's actually the first time I've ever shown that car. And you remember what we did to him? You had we, great we, social media, by the way. That was just fun. Oh, to look you. at the car, and, right and as I said to you, I saw it a day before I came up. I said, "This is the only car I really want to see in person." Right. And then we showed up to Bring a Trailer, and then it was. You know, it I was had a gorgeous. theory before I went up there that um, there really wouldn't be any any wagons. And it's an, it was a 1982 300 TD. Uh, there station, weren't any wagons. Your theory wagons. Was, was correct. Yeah, and I still, I kind of like, I mean, I can't believe this in a certain way. Like I was just telling you, they built three million of those cars, and really I saw one, which is one really nice one, which is the one I brought, and I probably saw like 20 Gull Wings and right, you know, cars right. that they made like 1,400 of. You can see a Everywhere. lot of them of them. Yeah. And so then... it's interesting. Like, I mean... I don't know. I it's it's something that I don't know if everybody really is into, but for me, I just love seeing these sort of everyday cars. And you had like you had brand new. You, you had know. two child coffins on the roof there. Oh yeah, what those were those. Those, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the yeah. Those are the factory uh, the uh, luggage, <laughs> the storage containers. Those are oh, really uh, okay. those are from Mercedes Benz. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, those are also those are also kind of. Uh, we must get rid of these. Kind of hard to find. Put them on the, the station wagons yeah. and just say you know they're actually, holders for things. Actually, but that's not what they were for. Clink! <laughs> don't say anything. So All a right, guy, well, look, a guy hold, sent hold me, that okay, thought. Okay. I got I got to take a little break, okay. and we'll be right back with JG Francis. Think of all the weird things found in cars, and I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified French fries or melted crayons. Uh, For me, it's crumbs, but I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another thing that'll make you wonder, but in a good way, are continental belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE Technology Series, belts that are fanatically engineered for the perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE Technology Series multi-V belt for 90% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. 
Hey, you get enough surprises working on cars and trucks, a belt should not be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi V-Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. We're back with J.G. Francis, Mercedes Motoring, uh, you know, running, running low on time. Um, I have a question. Because and and you, I have yeah. listener questions that I want to get to. But want, Zuckerman, you go first. Okay. Go, J.G., you're clearly yeah. a highly intelligent and intellectual fellow. What uh, is was that the, true? It's, yes, that. it is. What was the career path supposed <clears throat> to be? If, if your parents had their way. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was not this. <laughs> right. Well, my, my dad was actually pretty supportive of, like, my dad didn't get me, but he supported me, which I, I really love that about my dad. Um, yeah, my dad just, you know, go to college, get a degree in, in whatever interests you. And I, I did. I was in college for, I mean, I feel like my career life has went two ways. The, the, the first was college. I was in college for almost nine years. Oh, you packed four years into um, nine? You know what? I packed nine full-time years, so I almost like what, I could have like degree? triple majored or something degrees? crazy like that. But I I have one degree uh, in <laughs> and one minor in nine <clears throat> years, and like you really had to learn this stuff. Yeah, and well, I obsess- changed my major a bunch of times. So you're and obsessive. I, was, I guess I'm a little obsessive. People <laughs> would probably say that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. And yeah. so and so I went that direction, and I didn't like it. You know, I but, I, I got a job in the in the real estate world. Well, that makes no sense. You're yeah. exactly where like you should be. Yes. You're, you're putting a spotlight on these cars, yeah. and it's it's great to see them. How, how many of these cars are you keeping for yourself? For myself? Actually, I slimmed down this year. Um, you did? I'm down to about, like, I don't know, like 10 personal cars or something. At 10? Yeah. Wow. And we offered to buy one. We even offered to sell yeah. it back after a year. We yeah. just we won't do that. Yeah. He, he and will. He no, he got nervous, and he got he very did. he got very nervous about <laughs> We've it. We've had cross. And, well, he's offered you know, me yeah. he offered me this this rare green with parchment 73 It's not, it's not on offer anymore. Yeah. He has it. And it was at forward. the wrong moment. I just bought, I don't remember yeah. what I just bought. And then he decided but not just, to sell it ever. And then I said, all right, well, now I want to do it. And he's like, well, now it's mine again. I got one of those uh well i got a bunch of those right now but what do you i, I have one for you so we'll really? talk about I, that i can this. tell you yeah. that i when we shot this car for car matchmaker i drove it from your place in glendale all the way to venice yeah and had the most spiritually wonderful drive in that car I love it yeah. and it was just classic rock yeah. acdc led <laughs> zeppelin on the old becker radio right with the windows down and it was one of those days it was 72 there was no traffic on the 405 and i was with the my producer and we were like oh my god right we're on. so happy so happy this was a moment uh, in i history. love those i love when cars deliver that experience they, and, they you were know they're making no... such a great product and they took such pride in making a great product yeah even though it was going going to be their model t yeah, totally yeah i mean their 300d was you know they sold millions of them and that is one of the i mean i know i'm biased here but I built all. I was into other cars before Mercedes, and till this day, I mean, for production cars outside of Porsche, there's probably not a better production. Uh, like the 300D might be the best car ever ever made, in my opinion. Wow, you know, well, somebody mass quantities. Somebody wants to know what you think of early SEC cars in the early '90s, Uh, 300CE. SEC stuff. Oh yeah, the early SEC. um, Those are amazing. I'm surprised I've never owned one of those. I, I'm not like a 126 chassis guy. I I feel bad saying that because there are a lot of like 126 guys out there. But I don't I don't have those very often. But if I did, <laughs> it would be the SEC. I I love those cars. A 500. And a side note on that, I've always wanted to take 
the drivetrain from an SEC will go right into the coupe that I wanted to ah, sell you. So a later, really, you know, oh, high performance car. It's that. the same subframe, so you can literally just pop it right in. Really? So I wanted to do something. <clears> like here's really? another. Here's another question. Um, which Mercedes from the last ten years is a future classic in your opinion? And that's from um, uh, I would be. I w- you guys would actually know this better than me. I yeah. would be guessing here. I would just say E63 wagon or something along those lines. Well, any any AMG stuff for sure. But I don't know the. I don't know. That's the tough. Way, the uh, wagon, yeah. I, wagon is the wagon is the most. Is the rarest one yeah, and probably the, the most convertible. convertible. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I'm a little bit. It, it doesn't. None raise of us. My pulse. None of us will yeah. be alive for that to see see right. that happen. <laughs> right. yeah. Thanks, Ferris. <laughs> Does JG forgive Mercedes for leading the import imported vehicle safety compliance act, which prevents U.S. from importing Euro cars uh, under 25 years? Do you what, forgive them? Do I forgive them? Wow, that's heavy. Um, <laughs> do, uh, is that where that is we, that? Where is he talking? Where does that that must be in I don't Ger- even know what he's talking about. Where, we're on the list of unforgivable acts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that, I'm going to – that's I, – I wouldn't be able to really – am I going to okay, forgive he's Mercedes? He's thinking about it. No, you just blow no, that off, I mean, JG. You just yeah. say, I can't answer that. Does, Don't even think. Right. Does JG still do car sourcing? Uh, yes. Trying to find uh, my dad's OG ride. And he said – I don't even understand what this question is. 76300D diesel. English okay. red. Okay. He wants to find w- oh, he wants yeah. to find one. He's he wants me to, to find. I got. I got. Yeah. Okay. So do you still do that? We service? still. Yeah, I still do that. Uh, I take a deposit up front. You tell me what you want, and oh, money yeah. up front. And then well, he disappears yeah, that has to, to be able to find it. Send me some money. Yeah, and I'll think about it. Yeah, oh, I like this. Yeah. How much? Yeah. What does that it's, cost? It's thirty-five hundred bucks. It's actually fully oh, refundable. It tells. It just tells me like, no, no, okay, no, they're no, serious. No. Why are you refunding this? Yeah, no, well, JG. Let me give you some basic yeah, advice. Okay. Give me the money, and I don't give it See, back. See, this is why I was so nervous today. Yeah, Zuckerman. Yeah, do you do that with retainers? Yeah. I never get paid until the end of the case, but if I was getting money from somebody, I'm not giving it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll yeah, remember think that. about that, yeah. JG. Look at this shop, yeah. Zuckerman. Here's some it's pictures beautiful. from the hey, website. Right I always love these shots right here. This 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 wagon here is always cool. Who takes me away. your photographs? Yeah. Uh, mostly my buddy Sean. I wish, yeah, Sean. I don't know. We should have brought He's Sean in. Very Sean's talented. way more interested in. in he, more he has great angles. He he makes you want these cars. Yeah, so actually, that was bad. the car that that Jerry had right there. Right? This one right here. Yeah, the blue one. Oh, oh the, yeah, there the it is. How did he make everything so wet around it? That was in the river. We snuck into the LA River that day. <laughs> wow, uh, there are so and many. And actually, great shots. there was the the water was like oh. one inch of water covered in like slime. And at some point, I had an SL down there, and I got out of it, and the whole thing without me in it just slowly started moving away floating like, it wasn't floating it was just sliding on this Ooh. like algae <laughs> and i was like all right i gotta like, get back in the car here look at um, that shot this is an example yeah. this wagon shot here of right. these these perfect interiors you find like how yeah. much of this has been gone through and how much that of it is, is as found original yeah Come on. that car is completely and this original. car has over a hundred thousand miles on it right um i'm not sure about yeah probably I how, can tell by how does that happen um, How it's kind of what Zuckerman was saying. They really built them incredibly well, and they're 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 so tough that you can. I mean, I see especially wagons like that one because that's an original wagon, and you know, but that somebody had new. a family and beat it up. And yeah, whatever, but we can. It yeah. looks new, and yeah. we 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 buy cars. We've had all manner of low mileage cars before, and when you get into the high teens in the the twenties. The, the interiors show, right? You totally. see it. You, that's you how you tell. They don't yeah. look like this. Yeah. They don't look like that. That looks restored and new. Yeah. Well, sometimes we do there's my restore car. them. Yeah, there's your... There's you know, the yeah. genius there's, move there's on this, this green car. What is this green called? 
It's called green. Just green. <laughs> just yeah. green. But it's a lime green. The it genius actually, move was. It's just yeah. called plain green. Yeah, they have all these awesome colors, and well, it's kind of boring that they called that one green. Right. But I'm just for the listeners, because they can't see it yeah. unless they're on the website, it's a lime, it's a softer green yeah. color. Yeah. The genius move was the purple pinstripe. And oh. you just did that, right? Yeah. Well, actually- uh... <laughs> You just decided, I'm going to put a purple pinstripe yeah. on this. So I got to I gotta say, it's it's actually lavender. It's, it's lavender. Yeah, it's not, it's not purple. Oh, it's not just purple. I've, I've had a couple it's people lavender. say it's purple. See what we're getting into here? I told you. I already diagnosed it. I've already got his diagnosis. What is the DSM-4 on this one? We'll talk off the radio, <laughs> off off the podcast. Now, JG, you know, I, you... I do, uh, I do all. You know, I do the same thing over and over, so it's all original every time. So the only flair we get to kind of put on the cars right. is like, what about your initials? What about them? Don't you put them on the door with in in the pinstriping? Oh. There's a little break. You put yeah, your initials. Yeah, That's what they did right. by the handle back well, in the day. Did you do that? You I should. don't actually do the like monogrammed pinstripes. Will you now? I, I get a lot of cars that have like them, that. and on my wagon, actually, I do have my logo in the back hatch. So, yeah, kind of. We could do that, Spike. EAD. (laughs) We could put an EAD on there. (laughs) Is that what we want to say to the world? Yes. Yes. That was a little cameo by our little poodle right there. Can you see him sitting in the front seat? Oh, yeah. There he is sitting in the front there. Now, these cars are great. They're really beautiful. Thank you. Um, At any given time, how many of these are actually for sale? Um, I go to your website a lot, and it always seems like for a minute there might be a car for sale, well, and then it's gone. Well, here is where this – so a lot of stuff happens that doesn't appear on my website because if you give me a search deposit and I find you a car and we build a car for you, I never really have to market it. So it doesn't even right. show up on there. So there's always about 30 cars or so going at a time. Very industrious. See, we thought with your hoarding – the way that you were so <laughs> reluctant, so reticent about this, we thought, God, this guy Gosh, must is this just the come. reputation I've yeah, built? Yeah, he must sell be cars? like a yeah. trust fund kid with a zillion dollars. Oh, he really yeah. doesn't need to sell these things that to live. He's awesome got awesome to be there, <laughs> and you and <laughs> you're not, not true. You're, you're not. It's not. It's yeah, just, but you yeah. appear that way. That's just, this is nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta like stand for, like when somebody tells me they don't have a garage, it's almost a deal breaker every time. <laughs> yeah. So you're yeah. like like this uh, no kill Country pet cl- rescue rescue yeah. like like oh, we're like gonna it's adoption yeah. forms. We're gonna come to your house. We're gonna have a look. We yeah. want to do a little background check on yeah. you beforehand. You can foster cars this for own. a few days. Any before, yeah. accidents? You have to be sponsored to buy yeah. a car. Yeah. When I adopted, when we got our little rescue dog, that's what they did. They said, "Well, where is he gonna sleep? Right. Where's his backyard?" Is it fenced I mean, in? Are there any wires by his mouth? Do you the, go through the, the garage? You know, if I, uh, <laughs> if, I were, if I were saying that from a business angle, a lot of these cars end up coming back. Right. right. So you want them to go to a good I home. totally agree with you. There's yeah, nothing totally worse because I do see it. In fact, I've sold plenty of cars just here locally in L.A. And occasionally I'll see a car. I saw a wagon not that long ago and I was like, no way. That's that wagon. Yep. Did you ever terrible. feel like calling him up and saying, what are you doing to my car? No, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. You should. Well, I do feel that way, yeah. Why but... don't you reach out? So you should take better <laughs> care. <laughs> I should just take some sort of nondescript secret photos and then, you know. No, we'll just call it. up and say, is it, you, here's how you do it. You say, I saw my car. Is there something you don't like about it? And they say, no, why? Well, the way you're treating it. <laughs> treat it like shit. <laughs> and then... Yeah, it's a bummer when you see that. I don't know. I wish I uh... – actually, most people do take really good care of them. More and more uh, manufacturers are doing it. Ferrari does it. Yeah. Ford it, is doing it with their GTs. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're keeping an eye on who owns these cars. Yeah. I don't know why J.G. Francis can't do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I Jimmy, I guess, Jimmy yeah. George, Francis. 
Jimmy yeah. George. Jimmy George. Jimmy George from the Greek islands. Yeah, right. right? It's, like, <laughs> it's like, huh? Georgeopolis. Now, <laughs> I wish you, now I want, I want the mystery back. I like the mystery back. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to erase stage. everything we've spoken tonight yeah. about the name and, and everything else. So all, like, it's just a fraud of our own imagination. Yes. Our imagination has defrauded us. The reality is, is equally charming. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not just not what we thought. <laughs> Have you ever owned one of these cars, Zuckerman? No, but I, I actually, I think I called once and asked to buy a car that was not for sale. Right. Like it was right. already sold maybe or or was in your private <clears throat> collection. We oh no no, we can't sell that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no no, I don't care. Your money's Actually, no good around here. Nothing sells a car better than telling somebody it's not for sale. Of course. It yeah. drives some people absolutely out of their minds. It does. And it really it's not even an angle. It's not even like I know everything is for sale, quote unquote, but I don't do that where somebody is like, Well, I'll just give you more. I just You should you know, do when it I then. don't when I you know, I've well, owned it, all my personal cars for like years and years. People have offered me absurd money for some of them. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've talked a lot about Mercedes motoring. He's the, he is the he's the Ray feel like J. You're still talking right he, now. Yeah, yes. I am. Continue. He's the Ray J of the Mercedes. Yes, world. he is. Because Ray's a hoarder, also. Yes, he Ray, won't let. I'm a total what, Ray J. Ray J. is RPM Motorsports, right? And you said so he's got knows. he's got those cars in his private collection. Yes, and he won't sell them. In the, and That's true. I do have one coming in. I told you about it in Pebble. That I'm not going to sell. That's the one the from 3, Europe. 000. Yeah, the guy that was oh, yeah, the one in two. Wild story, but um, right. Yeah, you can't tell that story. Uh, the car's on a ship now, so I mm. guess I but can't tell the find, story. Tell everybody uh, how you found it. The car it uh, it came to me actually through a friend in Verona who was going over there for a wedding in Italy. In Italy, and so he the was, information came in. Yeah, he was going over there, so he just like got online and was looking around at cars. He's already bought an old Mercedes, and he said, "Look at this thing. Is it real?" <laughs> and what was in the ad? That ad? it was actually a terrible ad, and <laughs> in, um, in Italy, I find that the, hard to believe. <laughs> but the price was really high. But what were the conditions of the car? It, it, it uh, was uh, yeah. You so said, you told me some story about it being in a no. It was in a structure. There like, was an earthquake. The story or, sounds crazy. The guy bought it new from the factory in '79. He drove it to Verona. And about three months later, he took a business trip to Venezuela and was killed in Venezuela. And if that's not crazy enough, the, there was an earthquake in Verona around the same <laughs> damn time. And the, the car got, quote, from the dealer, entombed in this garage. And the family found it like five years ago. And they didn't even sell it when they found it five. It, it basically was driven for three months in 1979, and that's it. So the earthquake destroys the garage. It, they decide just to never go back into the garage. There were two cars, and so there was another car. And Yeah, they never went. And what was went. the other car? You know what? I get, can see this little tiny corner of it in one of the photos. I don't know what it is. It looked like just some... I, some I could Euro just see car the numbers two five zero. Yeah, I don't know uh, yeah. what, and maybe yeah. a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> so this wagon has three thousand miles on it. That's it. Wow! Yeah. And so the the family finally decides to go in there and pull it out. They uh, supposedly they didn't know. They did not know it was in there. Wow! Um, and when they found <laughs> so it, this guy's buying stuff and not telling his wife about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Probably, yeah. It right. has the it original. Uh, it's never been. Re- it's never been registered. No ever. way. And the it's mileage got, was got, what again? It's got well, ten kilometers. It's got like fifty three hundred kilometers or something like that. Well, there you go. Yeah, wow. it's a real time. And what was the color? Out. It's nickel green <sighs> with avocado cloth, <laughs> and it's got third back seat. It's fully loaded, like you know. And you're going to sell it to us, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sell it to you guys. Come on, so, can you believe it? I imagine you've got a lot of paint work to do to it. Are you just going to clean it up and make it look so, nice? There was yeah. no, there were no there, rat infestations? There was like or? zero. The thing is a total and complete time capsule. And they sh- they took photos when they took it out of the garage, which it was like covered in an inch of dust. 
But this guy, unfortunately, they sold it to a dealer. Right. You know, um, and he did some silly things like threw the original tires away. <gasps> you know, some some stuff like that. But it still is. It still is a fully documented with the whole story. Like, hey, a JG. Hey, uh, uh, capsule. <laughs> I got stupid. a new tire on your car. <laughs> I take off this weird sticker with price on yeah, the side yeah. off and throw it away. We make it no. good for That's you. pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah. We make it good. Yeah. Yeah. Had, the yeah. perfect, had the old keychain. I get you a new keychain. No. What are you doing? Stop right now. The knobs I fixed, they're all cracked. Throw they away. look a little yellowed weird no not creamy knobs you threw them oh, away man. get them out of the trash yeah. <laughs> no i did i tried to go and i tried to go and find the creamy tires because he did the tires six months ago like i tried to find the tire shop to see if they still had these yeah. original tires that yeah are, they're gone yeah oh yeah. man those it's always weird when you get the original tires that come with a car because they're just for display you they're can't display. drive on them yeah. they're rock hard we've had cars like that and you they sit in your hangar for a while i tried and... once to drive no. i tried from no, corpus to go to that. corpus christi to Austin, and I made it about 40 miles and had one just, like, peel off. You know, they're an exceptional sales tool, and that's it. Yeah. And then they just sit in that hangar. Yeah. They just sit there. And yeah. uh, unless you're unless you're showing the car and you've got white Goodyears on the side for your little race car, there's no real use for them. Totally. Right? Yeah. You know, and that's it. But yeah. but an excellent sales tool. Well, JG, yeah. we're out of time, my friend. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you so yeah. much for coming in you're here. Welcome. We're huge fans. If you guys want to check out what JG is up to, go to Mercedes motoring.com good luck buying a car let me know everybody <laughs> should call and just ask to buy the private <laughs> collection call. hundreds of calls a day and he'll, and he'll, he'll crash and, and let him know yeah don't don't bother give him a nervous breakdown i wasn't gonna i was gonna give out his phone number i'm not gonna do that but check out the cars you really it's a lovely website with lovely photography and if you're not into these cars you're gonna be into them as always you can find zuckerman down at his uh slip and fall shop What's Banana peel lawyer. Banana peel. Carpenter Zuckerman and Rally. That's right. And those guys kill it. That's why Zuckerman has a killer car collection. That's where he's getting all the cash. You can follow me on Instagram. That's where I have the most fun. We'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Real quick before we go, if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse everybody, even you, Zuckerman. All you're looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. Before you even get to the dealership, True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for the same car you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger. I used to host the Art of Charm podcast, but now it's time for something new. The Jordan Harbinger Show. Did you know you can be entertained and actually get a boost in your life at the same time? On this show, we dig into the superpowers of the world's most interesting thinkers and top talents. Then we deliver them to you right into your ears. But I get it. We're not all superheroes. That's why we give you their blueprint so you can live what you listen. After a thousand interviews, learning five languages, and getting arrested in a country that doesn't even exist anymore, I'm now more ready than ever to introduce you to The Jordan Harbinger Show. 
Listen free to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app.